Welcome to the T-Hud Popcast. I'm Leland. I'm Marty. And I'm Moby. And today, listener, we have a bonus, The Last Jedi. It's about fucking time. Yep. The movie's still in a few theaters. Jumanji's kicking its ass, but... Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Jumanji really uh, started to kick ass. Yeah, we need to watch that. We do. Yeah, I made plans to go see it with my wife, and uh, I think over New Year's, and just never really panned out. Looks good, though. Yeah. Definitely a uh, DVD release, for sure, at this point. Good right. to see it. Yeah. 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 If we don't I get there. So. There's not much else in theaters I want to see, so... That's true. Yeah. Oh, That's uh, true. Black Panther's coming up, though. Yeah. It's like Black, a month away, right? Yeah. Not long after this episode That's drops. That's great, yeah. right? You think Black Panther's a special kind of movie that you'd want to do I special, know, we just could, segment it? We could watch it, and if we all maybe really enjoy i don't know i like that idea let's hope we get strong opinions over movies this year yeah we gotta clash a little more we do we haven't been clashing for a long time well we may clash we might today yeah i think there's certain components we might clash like okay. lily you've been primed to rant on this movie for a month yeah well i mean i think rant may be a little harsh but yeah i'm gonna rant Probably. I'm going to say it's not harsh. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to agree yeah. with Marty. I remember sitting outside the theater with you, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, where do we want to start? You know what, Leland? I want to just to start, I want to let you go loose. Just get into it. You've got copious notes. No, no. Notes. Okay. Yes, I do have copious notes, but there is some structure. Um, I wouldn't mind maybe just kind of moving through the movie. You know, a little okay. scene by scene ish, and then so we're not. So I am not jumping all over the place. Sure. So kind of discussing what sure. our thoughts are as we as we progress, we kind end. of progress through the movie. Okay. What do you think of that? Yeah, I like that idea. Let's try that. Sounds fun. Okay, um, I guess I'll, I'll start. So I mean, Avi. Full spoiler warning. I mean, Christ, if you haven't seen Star Wars by now, you're probably not going to see it, right? And you're probably not going to listen to this podcast episode <laughs> yeah, either. Probably. <laughs> but okay. uh, yeah, I think I'll start with my overall impression. And we touched on it in the last banter episode, episode 14, uh, which was like almost a month ago now. But uh, overall thoughts, I was underwhelmed. I didn't hate it. Uh, there were some parts that were cool. And I kind of, I like the shift uh, potentially of, of that Ryan Johnson kind of maybe put them into, you know, put the franchise into. I feel like, I mean, obviously everyone knows, yeah, there's a lot of shit that he kind of just ignored from The Force Awakens, which, like, interesting plot points, which I kind of would wanted to have seen some kind of, uh, you know, finality for, uh, some type of answers. But... <laughs> I do think that the entire premises for this movie was fucking stupid. The whole 18 hours thing, I just don't think it worked for the movie. I think it, it that is, it's, it was really detrimental to this movie. What do you, th- okay, Marty, I know you, you did like the movie, right? What do you think of, of the whole premise? The yeah, whole- you're allowed to have your in- incorrect opinion. <laughs> um, yeah, so I do agree, actually agree with you in that aspect, that there was times where it just felt like they're having this, like, snail, slow, like, chase in space. It didn't give off a sense of urgency. No. Uh, but in general, though, I, it was probably my favorite Star Wars movie. I thought it did the best job of moving the franchise forward from the original trilogy and the prequels and trying to set a new identity for the series. 
while still trying to wrap up some of the original plot threads from having Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher, which are kind of rendered a little bit fucky um, because <laughs> Carrie Fisher <laughs> passed away. And, right. And, totally. and then the wrong kid died. The wrong kid died. Yeah. And, and uh, Luke, or Luke Hamill. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So Mark Skywalker. Um, yeah. Like he, uh, he, you know, just disappears into the sky and into the force, into the force, into the speed force, into the speed force. Yeah. And he's going to come back as Wally West. Yeah. And uh, transform or something. <laughs> yeah. You know, no, I, he's, he's in the, he's in Justice League 2, actually. Oh, yeah. uh, why isn't he on uh, like Crisis for Infinite Earths or? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. You got it. Yeah. Or was it he's like remembered. Ultimatum or something? <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. Okay, well, <laughs> he's, he's in something, and uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Kudos then to listener that followed that <laughs> clusterfucker. <laughs> you guys are assholes. Shut up. Yeah, get your fucking references right. Um, yeah, you know, I can tell I'm like kind of feeling a bit haggard when I start swearing more than usual on the Thanks. podcast. Yeah, yeah, totally right. Yeah. Um, we have recorded back-to-back here. We have, and I ate a lot of pizza. <laughs> yeah, I'm really stuffed. Yeah, but no, realistically, though, I really like the movie. I really think in terms of plot points and development, and it subverted what I expected for the movie. I didn't really expect um, a lot of things that happened. And I Yeah, feel... but we, you and I both went in with zero expectations. Well, I mean, I... I what I mean by that is I came up, went in with zero expectations for like enjoyment factor, but it, my expectations, I mean, of like what I, where I expected the plot to go. Okay. Like it went, it went in a different direction, you know, with, uh, um, Skywalker, you know, not wanting to train Ray and, uh, the way that went about. And then also the whole thing with, um, her and, uh, Kylo Ren and then, uh, with Sn- uh, Snoke dying. Yeah, um, all that stuff. Really, I wasn't expecting. It led to probably the coolest scene in the film. Probably two really cool scenes, which were the, all the stuff with uh, Skywalker, Force Ghost, and uh, the whole battle with Snoke and uh, him getting cut in half were probably my faves. So yeah, you know, and that, we can, yeah, I, I did really enjoy that like team up. Yeah, Kylo and Ren, and like we could dissect like later, like why had issues and stuff because there, there there are issues with the film i won't sure, deny yeah. it and uh, and i think um just to wrap up my feelings on yeah. it the reason i really enjoy it is just the sense of fun i had watching it like i really enjoy i just had a good time watching the movie even okay. though there's parts where i was like this is not plausible like um obviously the carrie fisher go yeah carrie fisher spacewalk yeah, yeah um and a few other spots that dragged a bit it i just is a one of the few movies i was in a theater for the whole two and a half hours and i was just like this is fun you know i had a rem- i'm not looking at my watch i'm like this is gr- pure grade a entertainment and that did it for me wow moby yeah i kind of agree with leland where i found it mediocre i really need to watch all the star wars is in short succession to each other to see where this fits it's definitely low it's either my third or fourth least favorite Now, coming out of the film, I would have said I considered it better than Rogue One, uh, which is pretty low on my list. However, Rogue One does have some very redeeming features, including some uh, performances I really like and what I consider as Darth Vader's single best scene in the entire franchise and probably my single favorite scene in the entire franchise. And I think that may elevate it just enough over The Last Jedi, but I digress. The Last Jedi is ridiculous. What? 
that you you can't elevate an entire movie for a 40 second scene and then that redeems an entire movie no no what last, I, the last no, Jedi no, 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 is no, no, better no, than no, rogue no, one no 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 rogue one was trash and it's not even close to being that's your opinion cal- no that's no, that's, that's your fact. opinion that's not opinion that's I, fact rogue I'm one saying sucked. that I rogue feel. one was so stupid no. well stupid at least it tried to be serious there were stupid parts see one of the things no, the i'm going to get into the premise of rogue one was stupid I don't think it's that stupid. No, okay, okay. No, I'm not the storyline and the story they were telling. He's going to get into his force. Oh, yes, okay. That whole, that ruins the entire movie for Okay, me. but you're just being a hypocrite then. Because you're Why? saying Because you're saying my one thing about that Darth Vader scene, elevating the film above The Last Jedi is wrong. But then you're saying your thing about the force. My thing make- about the fucking force? Yeah. Was throughout the entire plot of the movie. Was throughout the entire plot of The Last Jedi. The That's not a small thing of this of Rogue One. And I realize we're not talking about Rogue One right now. But I, I feel that they're very... small thing. Bullshit. The entire existence of the force drove every, every character outcome of Rogue One. The Rogue One... Those people in there succeeded because of the Force, because the Force dictated that they needed to succeed and able to balance itself. That is the overarching problem with all of these new movies. Yeah, you can't That's argue That's a with, huge part of that movie. You can't argue with a guy who lays in bed at night not sleeping <laughs> about these issues. <laughs> no, <laughs> on but, a series he doesn't but even so really you, gotta, like. you guys don't agree with me, me on that, though? It doesn't, it, doesn't reason, af- it doesn't affect me the same way. I, I, but, I, okay, I agree but with Will you at least succeed the point to me that the only reason that the characters of Rogue One succeeded was because of the Force, because they were meant to, in quotations, succeed. You did have a lot of... There was of, no uh, character choice yeah. that any of them made... That significantly impacted this out this outcome, success or failure of the mission they've they've made. Like, yeah, but I I'm, I the I understand what Marty's success saying. Success of that mission was built on a blind man walking through a se- a desert full of blasters, not getting hit, so he could hit pull a switch. Which I agree is ridiculous, yes. but it doesn't emotionally bother me in the same way as it doesn't How bother can Marley. It not? How can it not impact your thoughts on? Every character following it. I don't understand. Because I'm not it. offended by the idea of fate. I see. See, I'm not offended by it either. I don't mind. But what my get where I get offended is when when I get and I'm shown by a director like Ryan Johnson a bunch of characters that I want to root for and that I like and that I want to see go through trials and tribulations and succeed on the merits of their own skill, of their own character, of their own choices. And it sure. gets boiled down to no, it doesn't matter what they do. Yeah, and that, that was, doesn't bother me. That was the entire. Oh my, how that was the entirety of Rogue One. How? Well, that's actually a meta. I, I actually could explain, but I, that's I something just, okay, I, it, that, I explained that off. Really, Mike, really bothered me. Yeah, it doesn't bother that. Ah, uh, and yeah, that, I and spent, that falls yeah. into the. And I felt that that led same trend led into the Last Jedi. I never spend time thinking about it to that extent. I understand what you're saying, like because I, I do see that issue in that film. Um, but I and I can't remember enough of the uh, relationship between the main female and male lead in that. Um, in Rogue One. In Rogue One, I you feel like he was like trying to shoot her, kill her dad, or something. Yeah, he had yeah. been given rebel yeah. orders to assassinate her right. father, and you know, then he decided not to and right. help her. I mean, to me, it seems like well, there's, died anyway, so. there's a certain like extent of 
although that might be their fate, they have to choose to give into that like force, you know, to have it fulfill, you know, mm-hmm. like we have to make a conscious decision that we're going to fulfill this. So, okay. So you have to make the conscious decision to believe like, yeah. Um, in like a- the blind guy and his buddy, yeah. or at least the blind guy. Yeah. He made the choice to believe that they were fated to do it. Therefore, they were fated to do it. Is that where you're getting at? What does she say about hope in the movie? Oh, my God. I don't know. That rebellions are I built see what on Marty's saying. It's like <laughs> There. It's like, are you, are you willing to submit to the current and the flow? Or are you going to fight it, stay out of the water sort of thing as an analogy? Okay. But we're digressing a little no, bit. No, we're not. Because I think this all ties into The Last Jedi. And there's... I think a lot of similar feelings I had for Rogue One are similar are reasons that I felt the same way about aspects of The Last Jedi. That's probably why I enjoy it so much. Probably. And comparatively. Okay. But, okay, the whole going with the flow thing and going against the grain. So, for the force to be able to allow you to succeed, you need to go against the opposite of the force. Like, that's what you guys are getting at? Like, if you think of the... The First Order is the opposite of what the Force wants. So for the Force to allow you to succeed, you have to choose to go against them. It's more like the Force is trying to correct itself. It's trying to maintain this state of balance, like you say, and it's flowing in one direction. If you resist it, you may delay or stop it from attaining that balance but it's still going to do whatever it can to but then someone balance. else moves it forward exactly okay someone else will then it. to your analogy then the first order are the people that are going upstream and the rebels are the one that are letting the force take it down i think i think so because the the force is going to use the rebels which on the face of it are a very inferior power okay to find a way to win but then that makes Okay, but that doesn't make the rebels the good guys. Then in my, like, you know what I'm? Do you understand what I'm saying? Like that doesn't make the rebels. Yes, I. The see rebels that. are they... not rebels. They're not the down. They're not the underdog, which they are portrayed as. Then they are going with the force. Then so they don't have to do anything because the force will guide them down the riverbank to the uh, delta, right out into the ocean. Where they can uh, fish and, and live on boats and shit. But the thing that keeps them sane is that it doesn't feel that way to them. It feels like they're pulling the joystick and the fighter to go left and that they're doing this and that. But okay. Being... But it doesn't feel like that to the audience, in my oh, opinion. Oh, yeah. And the the audience just sees them as heroes, of course. I don't see them as heroes. You don't see the rebels as heroes. By the way... Because I don't see anybody as as heroes or villains then. Because I just see the force. Um, BB Hate is clearly a villain. <laughs> He's black and evil compared to, <laughs> compared to BB Hate. Okay, maybe maybe not seeing the the two sides of, of the coin here is, is a little it's far. Like, it's obvious. A little as, hyper- it's as obvious hyperbole. as if they gave him an evil mustache. Like, <laughs> well, okay, but I just I just it really bugs me the whole and like we just like we talked about in the banter episode. Like, I feel like then that whole fate quote-unquote system that they're trying to portray the force as in my opinion then it takes away from the plot like nothing anybody does matters then this is what i'm trying to get at and this is why it bugs me so much is well that's like real life i feel it (laughs) i feel there's it doesn't matter what choices they make it didn't matter that uh rose and finn 
went on their little ex, their little journey. It sure no, didn't. Definitely didn't. <laughs> it sure didn't. It didn't matter. No matter. No matter what they did. So then, so then the the rebel alliance is destined to have become this destitute and you know a, a, a true underdog. Like damn, you're broken, lying in pieces on the floor, waiting for someone to get them picked back up. So then, does that mean the first order is more powerful than the? The equilibrium of the Force? What I would say is what probably happened after Return of the Jedi is that Luke started to build the squad of good light side students. And the Empire was in shambles. Vader was gone. Emperor was gone. So then balance went too much in the direction of light. So this Force, which is the First Order, had to arise to then bring balance back to the center. And I I still understand why that would offend you. So now, of course, the the problem with the Force... Is that it's always overcorrecting itself? Yeah, actually, I would say that's a very good summary yeah, of what okay. keeps happening. It's, like a, it's like a pendulum; it yeah, keeps okay. going left to right. And I guess okay. by the end of this film, the whole plot being that the Jedi have to die is probably partly to get rid of that balance to, to try to finally yeah. make the pendulum stop. In yeah, the instead of it always going back and forth. You know, maybe yeah. let's get rid of the, I don't know, the Force. So, okay, so all that is tied in to you get rid of the Jedis, then according to the laws of the Force, yeah. balance-wise, you get rid of Sith. Right. But that's not the case. Yeah, they have Or is it? I mean, we haven't we seen, have we seen, seen, seen it to be the case. Yeah. We see that we have only ever seen them being intrinsically linked. Yeah. So, be so we say one, I do agree that one cannot exist without the other because of the whole balance thing. But I don't. I also don't believe. I don't believe that you can abolish either side, though. Yeah, that's that's an interesting point where they would take it because presumably, at what they would have shown is that someone would just be like born that happens to be light or dark side. Even if you wiped out every trace of the Jedi bloodline, yeah, the Sith bloodline. You look at Anakin. Anakin was somehow magically born. In episode one, yeah. his mom didn't have sex right. to he, have him. He was born He was born balance. of the force. Yes, to balance. To balance. And okay. that was because the Sith was And we can get into around. how, yeah, I guess he his redemption ended up being the balance. Right. But again, it overcorrected, allowing Luke to go on with all his to knowledge and make Build this up academy. the light too much okay. too fast. Okay, see, all of this I like. And all of this is cool. And and then I don't know why I feel like it goes too far. I we don't know either because we're we're just I get what you're saying. It feels fun. like if you if their decisions don't matter, then what's the point of watching a story about them? Yeah, like, like I don't care. I, I get it. And I, the only thing I think is for you, it makes you feel that way watching those films. For me, it doesn't. I don't feel like it. It affects my opinion of those characters the same way. Um, I just, I don't feel like it controls him that much, except for Rogue One with the guy walking and, you know, the Force. I am one with the Force. The Force is Rogue One was egregious. And, I mean, Rogue One had a lot of issues, obviously, and Rogue One was disappointing because I was so excited for it. Maybe that's why, because I was real jacked up for Rogue One, especially after that very first trailer. Excellent trailer. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Let's get. Okay. No, but no. That was actually that ended up being a good discussion, and we've been too kind to each other recently, so it's (laughs) nice to have a spar. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Sorry. No. No. Okay. But wait. Wait. Before that. Okay. So, in the whole. Okay. So Sith Jedi both abolished. Now clearly there are still going to be people 
born who are force sensitive. Right. Okay. We see that with the kid with the yes, broomstick. Exactly. So now that is again a balance. So where? So why? How? How does that force sensitive child factor into the equation to balance? He's force neutral. Yeah. Fuck I, you. No. 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 But, no. 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 I think Marty has a point in that. Okay, hypothetically, say you're completely ignorant to the force, but you have force-sensitive powers. How would you know what is, quote-unquote, light-side and dark-side powers? Maybe just shooting okay. lightning's cool. You don't know it's thank the dark you for side. Bringing, thank you for bringing me to that point. So, then, Ray's only draw to the dark side is discovering the knowledge of her parents in The Last Jedi. That is the only thing that's her, that's her goal, right? That's what drove her into that little seaweed hole. Yeah, like an, that's, e- an easy answer. That's what, exactly. So that was her one and only pull to the dark side in that movie. Mm-hmm. Is that, that's how I, I interpret it. That's how I interpret it too, yeah. So now, okay. So all that's all it takes for someone to go dark is an easy answer to, yeah, a very important question to her. But that's all it fucking takes? I, I would. That's, you- that seems incredibly simplified. Whereas. To let me continue ranting before you jump in there, Moby. <laughs> Whereas when you think about when you think about what Kylo went through, and then even what how Anakin was manipulated, and how those processes were so much more involved mm. for them moving into like almost like gra- gradually moving, maybe tendencyed that way, anyways, with their with the, the their own characteristics, and you know, yeah, but. That it just it just seemed like it was way oversimplified. But like they I, all boil down to obsession. And that's something that I think has come up with the dark side again and again, is that it's this obsession to get something, you know, and that that it's the obsession seems to drive people down this dark hole. So what is Anakin's obsession in the prequels, Padme? Yes, Padme, okay. and then that turns into saving Padme because he has that dream that she's going to die. Okay. And even before then, you know, in episode two, his obsession was to rescue his mother. Well, where does that lead him? To slaughter a whole town of sand right. people. Okay, I like that. So then uh, what's Kylo's obsession? Just power? Like Vader? Like he just wants to be Vader? That's a good question. I have to think about that. I think the answer is probably there in the first two episodes already. Yeah, I think his obsession probably just is is power, is the the okay. power of his that bloodline. That seems to be the had. default obsession for Dark Side. It does. That's what you know Sidious's obsession was. Yeah, yeah. That's got to be what Snoke's obsession but, is. But one thing I would note is that an obsession for power is a human mythological theme of going to evil or the dark side that is not exclusive to star wars i mean okay I, I, there's I a bunch care. of examples i don't give a shit you throw what does Zelda. that have to do with anything well i'm just saying that power it's you're just, almost saying yeah. it like it's an easy stupid reason to be obsessed with things and i'm saying star wars is a myth and in myths i didn't say easy or stupid i said default default okay it will call it default Default because so then the default then the default reason someone may or may not go to the dark side is human nature. But but isn't that the same why reason people are evil in general? Is quite often is human nature. We all are we're all capable of these evil feelings, quote unquote. But yeah. we don't all take that action. But some of us do. Mm-hmm. So then, okay. So what's the balance? 
So then it's the what is okay. Then what is the contributing factor to someone becoming a Jedi instead of a Sith? Like so, all I'm hearing is that like being a Jedi is the absence. Yeah, it's very Buddhist. It's like the, well, look, like the Jedi aren't supposed to, they they explicitly say they're not supposed to be tied down with relationships. Yeah. And that they're supposed to always have like a clear mind and lots of meditation. And it's very Buddhist almost in how they are. And Buddhism is about the absence of desire or the, the absence of desire and of obsession and of being tied down to mortal things, things that will pass. And I think that the Jedi are modeled after that. Okay. So. That makes sense. Yeah. So the opposite of uh, a lack of obsession is a complete obsession with obsession. But anyways. It just seems the absence of something, the absence of light is darkness. Like, you know, I'm starting to understand where I'm going. It just seems counterintuitive, which is yeah. interesting. That's all. That's all I'm saying. It's well, like, like usually the absence of something is portrayed as being negative. Right. Maybe it all comes down to, at the end of the day, we're afraid of the dark. We're afraid when light <laughs> literally is taken away. Um, okay, so I just want to quickly end with my overview. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Were we no, still in your overview? Well, yeah, but I'm going to tie it up quick. Oh, okay. we went. That was a good discussion, but it was a long discussion. Um, we'll, dry, we'll dig down into specific pros and cons. I found the movie was mediocre. I like, this is what I want to say. I like the skeleton. I don't like the meat. I like some of the underlying things that Ryan Johnson did. I don't like a lot of the surface level stuff. And what's in that is humor, certain dialogue, things like that that are on the choices, certain characters that I feel are useless. Most of the skeleton underneath, such as character choices and deeper level motivations, I liked. So we'll we'll dig into that, but that that's my overview. Okay. In a nutshell. I, you know, I I I like that. I totally agree with what you said, Marty, about this being this is this is entirely a transition movie, right? It's now finally leaving yes. leaving the original trilogy behind and finally moving into something that it, it can be on its own with which, one, which is good. One notable exception to that, which is I think Ryan Johnson made a, a decision that I will. It's my opinion. He was lazy. Or fearful, he needed to deal with Carrie Fisher's death in that movie and allow the third movie to, as you said, Leland, be the transition is complete. It's yeah. done. They're gone. The original yeah, characters, but, except for Chewie and Three. Yeah, I, I don't know what the how was the timing though with with the wrap of the movie and then her passing away. Was there even a chance for them to do anything about it? The movie was fully wrapped after she, or before she died. So, right. but my point is that was she died like. The December before the film was released. Come on, this is 2017 or oh, 2018. Oh, full year before. Full year. Okay. Figure out a way. Yeah. Edit it. Even if she just dies in space and she doesn't track herself Honestly, back in. that would have been way more impactful. Absolutely. Way more impactful. Blunt, cold. And it would have given, um, uh, what's her face, oh, probably more things to do. Uh, Holdo? Yeah. Holdo? Yeah. 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 Who, who was a good character, but she didn't really last that long. And like yeah. you said, yeah, maybe she could have taken that kind of leadership role, but she's a new character. She is different than Leia. See, I would have liked that. It You didn't even need to shoot any extra footage. Just Leia's there. She's freezing. She's peaceful. You maybe make a re- like a, you do a reshoot where Luke feels her death and he's crying or something. Done. 
Done. Yeah. Done. You yes. had it right there. And honestly, when we watched the film, I thought that was actually what it was going to be. Me too. Yeah. Me uh, too. Yeah. Yeah. I will say though, I I think there is a okay. What would that have done then to the rest of Luke? That for the rest of that movie, what would that have done to Luke's character then? Him feeling her her past. What would that have done to his motivations? His lack of motivations. Maybe I, he wouldn't have felt it right away because he wasn't in tune with the force. Oh, that's right. that is a great that's point. Totally true. Oh, that is a fantastic point. That's totally true. So, at what point in the movie does he open himself back up? It would have to be there. There'd have to be a little bit of a subplot where Ray's maybe Kylo because he was in that space battle and his telepathy with Ray is like, you know, Leia's dead. She's dead. She's gone. And right. Ray communicates that to Luke. And uh, oh, somehow yeah. motivates him. Okay. Again, what we're discussing here are things that could easily be done with the budget that Disney had yeah. and the time that they I had. Agree, I agree. See, that's the thing. Ryan, Leia's gone. Carrie Fisher's is gone. You have to deal with this. And Ryan Johnson just pushed it away and said, JJ, you take it. Hot potato. Here you go. And I think that was wrong. I think that was lazy and I think that was wrong. Because, okay, let me ask you this. What else did she really add for the rest of that film? Honestly, nothing. Re- really nothing. No. Like, okay, I suppose um, she was the voice of reason for Poe. Like, Poe was getting a little frenetic, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, she kind of quelled that minor situation, right? All and right. I say minor as in compared to the rest of the movie, it seems like a little minor. Um. I mean, just the amount of, like, the screen time that was devoted to it was minor, right? And the outcome, uh, the final outcome of his actions were, were minor, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point. And uh, I guess we got to see the final, you know, the Luke projection. Meeting with Leia. Yeah. But that scene was just for the fans. For the fans to go, oh, they're meeting again. That scene, as far as plot, m- meant nothing. That's there was true. nothing as far as plot No, what are you talking about? He had forward. the dice. The dice that the dice that finally killed him. He had them. The, the dice. I have a question on that. So if those dice were like so meaningful meaningful enough for him to create a projection of them to and and make them solid to hand off to Leia, why were they not Leia not knowing that he was a force projection? Why were they not important enough for Leia to take them with her? I wonder if she, I wonder if she did know he was a force protection. She may have been able to feel it. Yeah, maybe her sensitivity. Yeah, possibly. That's a good. That's a good point. Yeah, I just assume that. I almost think maybe she did, but maybe. for everyone else's sake, I guess would... like she would have known like he how young he looked really. Yeah, right? and why would she say something? And be like, don't worry, guys, this isn't him. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. I feel yeah, like okay. the movie. Okay, I, I I think that's valid. Another aspect that would have been better if she died in that one scene would be just um, with Holdo. The whole her arc of like being revealed as actually having the best interest in mind for you know the the rebels the fleet and everything. If she did that more by showing rather than us being told, you know, like if okay. Popo saw her take control, get them off the ship, and now she's in control of the ship. Right. And rather than waiting for uh, right. as Gary if Fisher. she has rest, rested the, the, the mantle yeah. away from her. Yeah. And, uh, okay. and she's been in full control the whole time. Okay. I think that would have been a cooler story arc. And, yeah. you know, then you That's don't even point. need uh, Princess Leia at that point. Yeah. See, these are the things 
that I think annoy me more than anything else about The Last Jedi. There are so many plausible directions they could have gone to clean up this movie and make it a truly great film. This is us, three guys, you know, shooting the shit for a podcast. How? With the amount of time, because I stress they had over a year. How did, like, nobody sit down with Ryan Johnson and be like, let's figure some of this shit out? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Like, if, you know, it'd be a difference if this was rushed into production, Fisher died before the filming was done. I don't know. They had time. They had every reason. Um, You know what? If if Carrie Fisher had died before filming was finished, it probably would have been different. Yeah. They would have been, they would have had to have addressed it. They would have had to have addressed it. And in this case, Ryan got to. It's almost like they left it just because she died. Probably it was just like. At that time. Maybe they felt it was in poor taste to kill her off too. I don't know. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, that's a good. That's a really good point, actually. I mean, mm-hmm. can you imagine if it came out afterwards that they had planned to keep her after that scene and then have the movie they decided be different? to kill her. Yeah. yeah, I mean, people would probably be pretty outraged. Yeah, oh, I didn't even think of that. That's a yeah. That's a super good point. It's not like they could sit back and be like, no, no, no. This is what was going to happen. It was stupid. Because, yeah. like, obviously in their mind, it's not stupid. Like, they to them, it, it made sense to have her, you know, force walk her way back on the ship. And it was important. Obviously. Yeah, I wonder if, like, that was, that was again, a whole nother setup that uh, Mr. Johnson is notorious for throughout this entire movie just for a payoff later. Maybe. One thing I don't really get at all, too, is, like, why this movie is so renowned by critics, but so, like picked apart by fans yeah that's weird and it's weird because i also really like it even though i can sit here and i can hear your complaints and also pat pile on my own right and yet i'm still still thinking it's probably one of my favorite star wars movies have you guys read a lot of the reviews like i've read like 50 no so i know some similarities you know what unfortunately it comes down to basically two things they like that ryan johnson was bold this is the critics. They like that he was bold, that they think he took the franchise in a new direction. Number two, they actually like the second act because it like makes fun of the one percenters. That was mentioned in virtually every positive review I read. And what's considered the second act? Like uh, Where they're on the casino planet. They're like, yeah, it shows oh, like tortured animals okay. and, uh, you know, like rich people being snobby wow. and selling arms. And that's really relevant. That's really relevant to today's culture. And Do you like, think that's what he was going for? Possibly, but I'm telling you that all I'm telling you for sure is that what the critics okay. are saying wow. is why they like the film. I'm pretty huh. sure the that message was just that people profit off war, not just that. Yeah, one that's per- what I got. Know, that's what I got from I it. Got, so, so basically what I interpreted that whole part, the whole like 30, 40 minute casino thing, and then every interaction afterwards with Benicio Del Toro's um, character. DJ. That's... That they were that he was trying to p- push this 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 underlying message that there 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 is less and less of a light and dark side now. Mm-hmm. We're moving more and more into a gray universe, gray 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 thinking, gray actions. You know, that's yeah. kind of and that's totally in line with the transition of the movie, which I think totally. is, is which, which I think works. Just not. I don't. I don't believe that the way he went about trying to show it worked for me. But yeah, I, that's what I got from that, anyways. He's certainly one of the best new characters in that film. Oh, see, I didn't like him at all. I thought he was stupid, and I don't think he needed his character in at all. 
Really? I like that he, he didn't like turn around at the end of the film and be like, oh, no, I'm actually helping you. Well, yeah, sure. Like, that was a good call. Yeah. But I, 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 I think, uh, and I've had lots of time to think of this. So, what I would have done is I would have, they would never have went off the ship. Good. They would have just, they would have found someone within the, another rebel. And again... Uh, so that introduces another character, but you wouldn't have Benicio's character, right? It yeah. could have been, it could have still cast him. He's already part of the the rebels, but then that guy seeing the predicament and how fucked the rebels are at that point decides to make a deal oh. with the bad guys. Ooh, I like that. That shapes like thirty minutes off the film. Yes, and <laughs> yeah. I felt that could have been just as impactful. Um, yeah. But then you don't get the scene where we save all these poor animals. <laughs> yeah, and you also don't get the 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 setup for the last like ten seconds, right? With, with the, the or with boy the kid, boy. yeah. Which I understand that scene. I mean, it's like what it's show it's supposed to show you that like the rebels aren't dead, mm-hmm. right? Like there's still resistance, and like is it supposed to be again another transition into a new age of resistance fighters, kind of thing, right? Like they're they're being, they're still being born, right? There's still rebels out there, even if the allies from the age of Leia no longer are contacting. There's still, there's still, there's still a hope. There's still hope for the for the yeah. rebels, right? There's a new new hope. There's a new new hope, and so like I don't mind the scene, right? The scene was cool. Well, okay, cool as in it served its purpose. <laughs> I don't know. It could have been anything. I guess radical. Yeah, so what would they have done? I guess what what would they have done to replace that, right? You, I guess you you do lose that that bit of the message that I think the whole movie is trying to say, right? So it's yeah. difficult. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know because like I can sit here and pick it apart, but I still enjoyed it. So I'm okay that they left. But like even though I know you guys didn't like that whole casino thing, it didn't really bother me. I mean, I, I, but I can also sit here and agree that the movie didn't need it. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I feel really fucking conflicted with this movie. I don't understand you. I, honestly, though, like, I want to like, I think I want to like it more than I liked it. And that is what's, like, I'm bitching a lot and very vehemently, but I haven't, my opinion isn't that movie was garbage. Yeah. So, I think I'm uh, conflicted as well. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with this movie. I don't understand. I I think, again, I go back to my skeleton analogy, and there's enough there that we saw the potential, again, of making this more than a mediocre film, but a great film. Yeah. And it wouldn't have been that hard to do. That's what kills me is that how how much better, in my opinion, that it could have been, I think, is really what is like, ugh, damn it. I mean, you look at something like episode one, and that's probably my least favorite of all the Star Wars films. And I would say that film's trash. And, like, I couldn't do three months of reshoots and a little CGI works and, like, fix it. Like, it, it just sucked um, as far as Star Wars movies go. And, you know, The Last Jedi is different. I thought it was shot well. I thought, like, the the costumes were good and... Some of the basic idea. I love the character work. And I'm not just talking about Luke, which I liked. I loved Poe's arc. I liked Kylo's arc. Um, Can we get... Okay, you like you loved Poe's arc? I do. I do. And I could tell you exactly why. Right. And, I, and I think I did a little bit touch on this when we went through The Last Jedi and the banter section. But Poe is my favorite character. And I feel like I make decisions like him a lot. This is the heroic right way to do. Burst through the doors. Don't even think. 
this is what you do. Okay. And I have a lot of friends, none of them that are listener, but friends that are a lot more strategic, more slow, more well thought out in their processes. And I almost projected those friends into Holdo when I saw how she treated Poe and what she explained to Poe actually did end up saving the resistance. And and I went, yeah, you know what? You're right. I would have done what Poe did. I would have been embarrassed like he was, and I would have possibly like led the resistance to failure like okay. he did. Okay. And, and it, it was like a personal message. To okay. Me. So. Yeah, you know what? I suppose what he did was plausible for his character. Yeah, and I guess his character could have used some growth. So that's fine. <laughs> I'll let it pass, I guess. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I just, I just didn't. I don't give a shit about Poe, honestly. Yeah. I didn't care about him in this movie at all. Uh, I didn't care about Finn. I certainly don't give a fuck about Rose. I hate Rose. <laughs> I don't know why Rose exists. I don't know why Rose did not die. Yeah. I don't know why. Why couldn't they just kill Finn? That would have been sweet too. That, I thought they were. And I, I, I was actually in that scene where he's on the speeder. I'm like, this is awesome. I care. No way, and man. And then he turns no left. There was never a doubt in my mind that Rose was going to save him. Now, there was, I thought maybe they would just kill Rose. And she would have had this heroic sacrifice. But... No, Finn somehow drags her, you know, how how many fucking miles did they take those speeders out to meet them back to the doors while Kylo and Luke are like fighting or whatever, right? Like, (laughs) so, uh, all right, fine. I just, I don't, I don't get Rose's character. I don't, I don't understand. She's just like a fanboy character. Yeah, Yeah. she kind of is. I just, yeah. And then like, so. Maybe there's something that I'm missing from, like, extended universe lore about the whole, like, her her sister, you know, sharing the necklaces thing. Because her sister was the one that took down the big destroyer, super destroyer or whatever, right? Yeah. I've read a lot of the books in the extended universe. Um, I never really saw anything like yeah, I'm that. Not, I'm not sure. I don't know if it has something possibly to do with one of the, like, Rebels, this TV show. I don't know. I, I, I didn't look into it. So I feel like there's more significance there than than just a uh, token. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. Yeah. yeah. So Drink it's it. yeah. I just like I didn't get anything about out of her character. I'm just trying to figure out what service. Okay, so did she did she have any real impact on Finn's character progression? Because I don't really feel like I she don't did. think so. I don't feel like she. Did. I don't think so. No. Well, he was just going to leave to go find Ray, right? That was the initial plan? Yes. I think that's correct. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. Where, where was he going in the shuttle? Where was he? Where did he think he was going? That's why I should have watched it yesterday. Yeah, I can't remember now. Okay. But yeah, he was certainly like bailing out yeah, to go find her. Yeah. I don't know where he thought he was going. I have no idea. Yeah. How Big the hell galaxy. Yeah. yeah. It's not like whether you turn left or right, you're going to find her. Like, right. I don't know what Finn was thinking. <laughs> right. Finn probably has the least development of any of the new main characters. When you come to the end of this film, I think, like, has his character really developed at all in this film? Yeah, I, I don't know, but has Ray? I I think Ray had a moment for growth when a couple ones, you know, when she finds out she's not of some kind of noble background, so she's all what she is. Number two, I think, I think it showed, it's hard, it's easy to remember, did she seem tempted when Kylo said, let's rule the galaxy together? Or was she like, right away, no, nope, I'm not doing that. Seemed like there was a moment. She, of she was like, no, like no, like I, she looks disappointed that he was going that route. Okay, 
you know, whereas, like, you could tell, like, she was so happy all of a sudden to have him. Yeah. And then her heart was, like, broken by the fact that his first instinct was we could rule the universe together. Yeah. Yeah. I like that choice. And I think that was probably a moment for Ray, too, because, I don't know, I'd be tempted. Very powerful guy says, hey, Moby, you want to rule the universe with me? <laughs> I wouldn't just be like, oh, no, thanks. I got to yeah, go I mean, watch Have you seen him with his shirt off? <laughs> <laughs> and his high, okay. high, high pants. Okay, so then what growth did she go through? Then, like, it's, I'm, I'm saying, okay, so in Force Awakens, um, they didn't. She wasn't struggling with Dark Side, right? That was solely introduced in the Last Jedi because of Kylo's influence, uh, and by extension, Snoke's influence, according to Snoke, anyways, right? Right. So she then continued to not want to go to the dark side <laughs> right throughout the last right or or was her dipping into the seaweed hole a moment of weakness in a potential transference right cuz after that or around that that was in this in the midst of the talk she was having with Kylo right right so was that like her point of weakness to then be redeemed to come to like the low point before she resists Kylo's offer because it didn't feel like that to me because wasn't no. the point of her her going to that ship on her own was like yeah she was going there to pull Kylo back to the to the to the light side mm-hmm. well so, and i think that would be a character development right there why that she's willing to take it upon herself to do that so okay so it's she's not having a struggle with being light or dark she's having a struggle with Taking with leadership, being a standing on her own two feet. Luke is gone now, and you see that by the end. She seemed very unusually confident when she took apart those rocks. And I mean, she is now the last Jedi. So whether or not she wants character development, it's happened. You know. Okay, because- I just, I just doesn't feel like. So like she got some bravery, like that is that what like I mean I understand what you're saying I like think- yeah. I, and I see that, and I I do see the difference. Bravery, it doesn't, leadership. It doesn't feel like anything. Shots. It certainly doesn't feel like any more development than Poe went through. No, no, no. But I I would argue that Poe actually went through the most explicit development with his arc. I mean, it's clear. You were this. You understand this now. I bet you you've seen the third. I bet you you've seen the next film that he's much more of like a tactical leader, and he's not like some hot shot. Like he was explicitly shown in the first two movies. Hmm. I feel like Ray really was, had grown quite a bit by the end of that film, honestly. Like, I mean, she went into that film with very little understanding of her powers and what she wanted. She just wanted, you know, Luke Master Skywalker to train her. And by the end of that, she's, she's pretty much saying, like, this guy can't train me. And like I have to do, take this upon myself, and she did take it upon herself. And she also changed her opinion on uh, Kylo. Really, like at the beginning, she hated Kylo. Mm-hmm. You know, like you killed your father. You're you're terrible. Yeah. And she develops like a friendship and like an understanding and compassion. And maybe that's her relation to the dark side because it's like she's let in this person who is in the dark side. And has kind of, you know, she's not, she's starting to see the world is not just completely black and white. There is that sort of sense of gray. And that's how, what I got. From okay. Her yeah. No, I, I like that. Yeah. But I mean, I'm telling you, Kylo isn't light or dark. 
the guy's just got daddy issues. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, it's pretty obvious. It's probably why, I was actually going to say earlier. It's probably why he went to the dark side in the first place. Totally. I mean, first he struggles with Han, yeah. absent father. Yeah. And then Luke betrays him. And then Snoke just uses him as a puppet. The yeah. guy's just got, got daddy issues. That's all it boils down to. He's just tan- tan- temper tantruming. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> He's been abused. He's obsessed right. with his granddaddy. You're right. You're totally right. He has been abused. <laughs> like, Snoke's a prick. None of those guys are dream daddies. <laughs> <laughs> Snoke. <laughs> what do you think? About yeah, the Kylo rumors? has just been like constantly manipulated. What do you guys think about the rumors that Snoke's alive? And that's a force. I yeah. hope not. I think it'd be terrible. Uh, really? Yeah, like, that's dumb. That's a thing that not just... That's like a, uh, bringing the Emperor back. Right. And, and they did it in... They've already done that in the Clone Wars, where they brought Darth Maul back. After yeah, being Darth, cut Darth Maul technically is alive in canon, yeah. He's and got robot like, legs now. You know, you, you, that's just not something you can keep doing, or else you just lose credibility. You can't have literally multiple characters cut in half and that they just regularly live. Or floating in the depths of space. <laughs> I know. Oh, that's funny. Okay, so what do you guys think of Captain Phasma? Well, I love Captain Phasma, and I hated what they did with her. Me too. I think she Why was- do you like well, I think Captain Phasma? Okay, so I think it gave a sort of face to a faceless group of characters. Yes. And Agreed. and obviously face in quotations because her face is covered. Um, but How did it, it give a face to them. But gave one leader, one leader of personality. Like in that in the first film, she had a personality. In this one, it didn't. I mean, I'm gonna say like they did bad by her. She had yeah. nothing to do, nothing. Yeah. And like even her death is stupid. Like it was, it was terrible. Yeah, you? it's really stupid. <laughs> but you know what? So throughout the entire movie, though. Um, you don't see any other commander types. No, and you don't see any other captains. Well, other than Hux. Hux is not a captain. Hux has to outrank Captain Phasma. He's an admiral. Okay, maybe I'm misunderstanding what you're saying. What I'm saying is, yeah, you're saying that you're put, they're putting a face on this faceless legion of stormtroopers. One face? Okay, I get Yeah, but it's, it's a movie. You can't have every face of every leader, right? You have the one that's related to Finn from the first film, right? Because, like, they had a... Yeah, but there, there are points where we see, like, cadres of stormtroopers in The Force Awakens. Yeah. Right? Like, right, you see right, lines yeah, you see and lines of stormtroopers. There aren't any of them wearing any other different types of armor. Well, there's only one one uh, leader. Like, So uh, there's one captain for... Thousands of yes. millions of children. They have a terrible system. That's why they get killed all the time. <laughs> okay, and then how come they can fight? Like finally, a stormtrooper's armor is deflecting some fucking lasers. Why aren't they giving everybody silver suits that are deflecting lasers? What's going costs on? Costs a lot of money. Oh my god, they're the fucking first order. This is ridiculous. That is actually whole... that wasn't an extended universe. That it costs a lot of money to outfit the stormtroopers. Well, I mean, yeah, I understand that. It's that easier to let them die. But so what are they ones. putting them in fucking cardboard? So what's the difference in material? What a normal suit stormtrooper wears? The, the material is plastic. They call it plas steel in the Star Wars universe, but okay. it's not a combination of steel. It's just hardened plastic. Oh, okay. They actually All have right. different names. There's okay. like sin steel, plas steel. Okay, well they don't have to make uh, full suits. Why can't they give stormtroopers shields? That's a good question. In the beginning, it I was... I guess that's still really expensive. Yeah. I just said they paint the Stormtroopers black. I'm sorry. I meant white. <laughs> I totally didn't catch that. 
Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. This whole stupid universe is dumb. There's no, <laughs> there's no rules. It lacks discipline, is what it does. The Star Wars universe lacks discipline. It does. I want to jump back to Phasma. Did you guys see any of the interviews, interviews with Ryan Johnson? No. Because it was very revealing. He said, you know what? Phasma was a character that was given to me. I wanted to focus on other characters. I have no apologies in the way I treated her. Hmm. That's all he said. So he's like, yeah, I didn't use her. I didn't want to use her. He didn't like try to make shit up about, you know, we had to cut certain scenes with her. He just I kind of like feel her. like at that point, though, why kill her off? I mean, like, we don't know for sure she's dead, sure. but like, it's pretty much implied, right? Um, why not keep her alive? Just have her in a small part, if not anything, if not nothing, and just keep her for the next film. The answer to that question is Ryan Johnson, because you saw him do that with a number of plot threads that he just didn't care about from the first film, the direction that they were going, such as Ray's parents. And so you just cut them off. No, they're nobodies. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> no, I don't really like Snoke. Okay, he's cut in half. Let's move on. What Kylo's the bad guy. Fucker. It does really seem like that. Does it not seem like that? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I guess does. when it comes to bold choices, he made some bold choices. Okay, well, you like him. I don't have much of a problem with the whole Ray's parentage thing because, I mean, I've said countless times that unless they are somebody that the audience is going to know, it's not, it doesn't yeah, matter. Exactly. It doesn't so I don't care about that. But that's also all just shit that Snoke has relayed. You know, it's all coming from Snoke and or Kylo. Yeah. So it could be a lot. It could just be bullshit, right? A lot of a lot of what anything Snoke said could have been totally bullshit. Yeah. It, Snoke may not even have been the one that was actually connecting their force contact, right? Like who knows, right? Yeah. So that is easily reconnable if if JJ really wants to deal with it. So I don't have a problem with with the whole parentage thing. I don't know. I, I just have a problem with he doesn't want to focus on he didn't care about Phasma, but he's got no problem putting in a myriad of other minor characters yeah. in a movie that is only take the majority of it from of our perspective is only supposed to take over eighteen hours. That's not the premise to be introducing these characters. I don't understand it, right? And I feel that it it takes away from Finn's growth and or Ray's growth. And thank Christ, Poe actually got some growth because fuck, <laughs> nobody else did. You know what, Leland? You said it right in the banter section. This was fan fiction. I think <laughs> when you look at it from that way, I think Ryan Johnson tackled it as a fanboy who got to make a Star Wars movie and got yeah. to make it in his vision. They're almost like they're action figures that he's moving around. Oh his bedroom. man, that is such an amazing analogy. It kind of is. It kind of oh, is. Wow. You think about it. How totally did he see treat him each character? With this is what Paul yeah. wants to be. This is what Kylo did. It's like uh, I could, it's like the the kid who's the Lego movie. It's just a kid <laughs> playing with a Lego. <laughs> pew pew pew. <laughs> Amen. Wow. Amen. Wow. Okay. Wow. Well, I don't know. Was there anything else that you hated, Moby? That you want to bitch about? I uh, didn't like the physics, but I don't oh, really yeah. want to focus on it. The physics sucked. Let's leave it at that. If you don't think the physics sucked, then you either don't care because it's a Star Wars A lot movie. of them didn't seem to make sense. Like the bombers bombing in space. That was probably one of the big ones. I hated, I mean, I hated the humor for the most part in this movie. One of the worst, oh, the holding for Hux I hated. I hated Luke's swigging the milk from the creepy creature that its udder is where its dick would be on any other organism 
He's milking and drinking that and smirking. I hated that smirk part most of all. That's not Luke. Like, that. that's like this weird cynical uh, thing. And then, you know, the caretakers, they look exactly like nuns. And it's like, oh, yeah, we know what you're going for here. I mean, it's just... I don't know. I just felt like the humor was just really bad and really forced. Why did I like it? Because, like... <laughs> I don't I like I don't know why I like the movie. I think I would like it if I saw it again, but I I don't know why. Really? Okay, so the fanboys at Latina Review, who I always rave about, they had there was a very public fight between the two head writers cuz one of them loved it and one of them hated it. But the guy that loved it saw it twice more. And it came out last week. He's like, "Guys, I hate this movie." He's like, "I've seen it twice more." Me and uh, Joseph are in agreement. We absolutely hate the film. He's like, I take back everything I wrote. And so that kind of worries me. I'm going to buy it. But I wonder if my second viewing is going to go from mediocre to pretty bad. Because, shit, I know what I'm going to look for and watching out for. And I think the bad things are going to grate on me. I think think you might be right. Because I feel like I noticed all the bad things while I was watching it. But they didn't bother me. I feel like... Repeated viewings are going to hurt. Well, okay, so here's what happens. Now you expect when the bad things happen. And that's like that negative anticipation. It's like if shit goes wrong at work on Friday, you really don't want to go in on Monday. And now we know what we're going in for. I know within five minutes of booting that up, I have to watch the stupid holding for Huck scene. Oh, and I have to watch the gravity. It's just bombs. like playing Ariathons, and you know that the castle <laughs> and the island are coming. It's true. <laughs> that is entirely true. Oh. <laughs> and you can we can like burst through those first two stages but then we get to the castle and you know the castle is yeah coming. And except, the for, except for this it's just like that's the first two chapters are buying the blu-ray and opening the case and then the last <laughs> the last three are watching the movie, <laughs> yeah. movie. yeah okay I, you think that yes. the movie could have just ended after the kylo raid team up and then departure I thought it was going to. Yeah, I did, I agree with Marty. I did think that was So the do end. you okay, so would you have left left unsatisfied in regards to Luke's character having him just be like, you know what, fuck you, I'm out. No, because I know that's the middle movie of a trilogy. I know without doubt a third movie's coming and that this is just a a travel piece bridging film 1 and 3. Yeah. That's not acceptable, though. It does you, have the stand on its own, buddy. Come yeah. On. You can't just have yeah, a bridge movie. Well. You got to be able to pick it up and watch it and be like, hey, all right, I had a, some semblance of a beginning, a middle, and an end. I guess it would be too abrupt of an end at that point. I, yeah. I, I'm factoring in that there would be a small scene like Empire Strikes Back had where the characters were all together on the medical frigate. Right. Nothing was happening, but they were all sure. there. And you're Luke like, okay. getting his hand back. And- and you know that Falcon takes off because Lando's going to go rescue Han. So there's that little tidbit of where they're going. Right. I yeah, I just felt like the the whole last end part of the movie was like it really was drawn out. Yeah. It felt like. And again, I don't know how to feel about the force projection thing. I just I don't I don't know. I don't know if I like it or not. I just I have to see it again. So I okay. So back to my problem. My problem roots and stems from the force. The force is stupid. I hate it. Ugh. But why? Where are the comparisons of 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 you know mental acuity and 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 strength that it takes to perform certain force actions? Where where is where is the scale right? Because I mean, like 
Oh, good fucking luck trying to figure that I out. I know, I know. And that also drives me nuts. Like, Ray is, like, you know, raising, like, three tons of rocks and then yeah. is perfectly cool embracing Finn and everybody else, but still holding them in the air, right? Like, she's, like, you see her concentrating and then all of a sudden she's just, like, standing there and they're still floating. Like, I don't understand. I just don't get it. And it really bugs me. And I know it's, like, kind of minor and stupid, but fuck, it bugs me. It really bugs me. And, like, why is Luke's force projection enough to kill him? You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, where's the, where's the line? <laughs> I mean, I guess he does project a long ways. Yeah, it's got to be, yeah. like, you know, millions of light years or But it's whatever. not like he's force projecting himself and stopping the bullets. They're just hitting nothing. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I know. Uh, I just, this is why I'm confused, like, because the dice were solid. Because both <laughs> Leia and Kylo yeah. touched them, right? I think you're right that that's what killed him. Oh, yeah, the dice killed Yeah. <laughs> the dice and killed That was just sure. too much. It was just too much. Yeah. You're laughing, except Marty's being 100% serious. <laughs> no, I'm I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, to to conjure and manufacture a physical... A physical dice. dice. So, okay, so then I know I've, I did go over this in the banter. The last thing I want to say, the last thing I want to bitch about anyways, is that my whole... My, my, other, my second biggest problem under the Force and its use for a plot device was, like, every... Every second scene was a setup for the for the next one, right? Like every single thing you see is like, hmm, that's odd. And then 20, 15, 10 minutes, whatever, 40 minutes later, you're like, oh, that's why that is the way it is. Because they direct, it directly set up this. I mean, you got the fucking, the, the crystal foxes, right? They're, there's only on this weird barren planet in the only other place that we see there is any amount of life contacting them and they're not afraid of anything uh and then they're only there to lead them out the back door right and then like that's just a movie being a movie like that no but i have more examples okay okay? because okay so i what was the point then of of luke coming in and giving leia the dice a physical object that she interacted with yeah to mask to the audience at least that he that he's not actually there right yeah we are supposed to believe that it is him somehow rejuvenated or whatever but then he goes into the battle and is purposely shot that luke's force projection is not making marks in the salt with his own feet whereas kylo clearly and violently does mm-hmm. right again and then and then hinting back to the same thing that was being hidden mm-hmm. from, like, i don't understand i don't understand it yeah, i don't understand I don't, these choices it, yeah that's weird okay I it that. seems weird right yeah. like, i don't i don't i don't really understand i mean yeah i don't understand the force dice in that reasoning like if anything it, yeah. he could have just like had them and like put them on something as if, oh yeah as he if totally could have done real. that because yeah. yeah that's true he could have hung them from something yeah. that would have been cool i yeah just i like i don't i don't get the reasoning for that and then of course again the whole casino thing was was a, a setup for for the the slave orphans right being part of the the rebel alliance kind of thing right like there's just like the the movie is just like is a myriad of these examples right these setups i mean holdo saying behind was an entire setup for her for her uh light speeding through the the yeah the fleet right like yeah. everything everything else is a setup for something i i just i don't i don't get it it just i get it, what, i get what you're saying but i think that's pretty typical of a of a film like that you know like yeah okay. these things all have payoffs i agree with you that and i i can't really put my finger on why it, this was more obtrusive yeah and egregious to me than than anything but like holo is like yeah i gotta stay and i gotta pile the ship when yeah. nobody's in the fucking ca- nobody's yeah, no, piling no, I, it, I get that. When they're no, having I, that, I, I totally get your point now. I get that. 
it's the reasoning for these things to happen yeah. in the first place for the payoff isn't right. isn't isn't worth it. Like yeah, the, the setup for my setup, right? The, the setup is it like, doesn't it's, feel it's, organic. It's, it's, it's yeah, it's like that's, that's yeah. what it, it is. is. Just a yeah. setup. Maybe that's why it was it was it felt jarring, more jarring than maybe some other movie, just because it it didn't feel like it had an yeah. organic feel. No, I, I totally I totally get it now. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. You guys want to say some good stuff? I don't know. You know what? I'll say something. One good thing I had. It's actually my last point, so you guys can take it <laughs> from after here. But um, I liked Yoda's cameo. I, I thought it was well written. I liked that he was a puppet again and not digital. Yeah, I lots of people like Frank that. Frank Oz, his puppeteer and voice, didn't mail it in. Like, he he did a really good job. It, it felt like Empire Strikes Back Yoda to me, and it may have been my single favorite moment of the film so okay that's cool now a lot of people had problems with it though especially him calling the lightning down yeah i didn't i didn't understand that <laughs> i did not get that to me he seemed like senile crazy old yoda like, it was like <laughs> lightning yeah. that's the good yoda <laughs> but uh, you know what's funny is you saying that about the puppet i didn't know that but when i was watching it i'm like man yoda looks shit like shit <laughs> like because <laughs> <Hashtag> take 2018 <laughs> like I could tell if something was wrong, and it's because I'm used to the digital CGI, CGI yeah, Yoda. Yeah. yeah, right. See, I don't, I don't understand what makes the Force Ghost a ghost. Yeah. Okay, they're oh, they're God. interacting with physical objects. They can fucking call lightning. They can sit. They can walk. Yeah, well, I don't mind them walking, but yeah, but like it's physical. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know. You know, the, I don't know, man. The lightning part actually was expected by me. I had this theory, which didn't turn out to be true, but I had heard rumors that Hayden Christensen was in Britain secretly, like training for an Anakin cameo. I actually thought he was going to intervene at one point with Kylo, and he was going to be so powerful, even as a ghost, that he was going to shoot lightning or stop a lightsaber or something like that. So I was expecting, in this weird way, to have a Force ghost somehow connected with the real world i got that oh. completely different than i expected okay. but i did get that yeah. i'm pretty glad they didn't go with uh with that with Danica. <laughs> yeah. that would have been a weird dude come on i mean i think the less they have of the prequels yeah the, the safer yeah. they are right with the whole transition feel that certainly didn't fit with with the yeah. tone of the movie fair enough didn't happen uh, uh, okay so one thing that i liked i like the team up between Kylo and Ren was super cool. Uh, Kylo and Ray. Why do I keep calling her Ren? Kylo, Kylo and Ren. Kylo and Ray was cool. Oh, because it's Kylo Ren. Oh, that they shouldn't have done that. That's Ren too and close. Stumpy. So that team up was cool. I mean, that fight could have went a lot better. Because I mean, again, why can't they just take a lightsaber and force it around the room and everybody? Because they can lift three tons of rocks, no problem, and do a jig while doing it. Well, because then they could, the other people could force the saber right back. No, those dudes don't have aren't force sensitive. No, they're not. I don't think so. I really don't think so. Because yeah. those aren't the Knights of Ren. Where are the Knights of Ren? Yeah, he said you have time to put them in the movie. Is that yeah. really? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Where would they have fit? Where, like kill them right off with Phasma. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> good yeah. Point. yeah, hit them in the head with a club too. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they're like off doing some other like terrible deed for for the First Order. <laughs> But I mean, I think like that. That's another reason, maybe why fa- why fans aren't the biggest fan is because, again, back to the whole time constraint that the movie is in. You there isn't time to answer 
all of the questions from the Force Awakens, right? Like you, you, you're not moving from the universe built in uh, TFA into a larger scope of that universe. Really, you're you're moving into a microcosm of that universe, like a, a condensed, much smaller viewpoint of that universe. Right. Certainly right. felt that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And clearly, that was the intention, right? Like, yeah. obviously, he just scaled everything right down and and really boiled it down to its simple, most like its sim- simplest components, in my opinion. And like, and it suffered for it, I think. And I think it succeeded for it. <laughs> and I'm I trying to think of something else, something else that I really liked. Um, geez. Why did I not just absolutely hate this movie? I don't understand. What's it, the re- what's the redeeming quality about this movie? Yeah, I'm so confused now too. Like I have a hard time even telling you what I liked about it. Yeah. Other than I liked it. Yeah. I was happy watching it. Yeah, I guess. It I like the space Runner. battle stuff. Like at the right at the beginning when Poe was zipping around, like taking out the turrets and yeah, shit. Yeah, that was cool. That was really cool. And yeah, like the 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 fight was cool, and then that just that last interaction between Kylo and Rey was was uh, impactful and significant, which is great. And it's kind of cool that Kylo is <laughs> like the fucking emperor now, right? Like, yeah, that's badass. I hope GG doesn't reverse that and like turn him into a good guy at the end. Oh, that would be that you would be bad. Kill him off. Skywalker's story's over. You know what? If fans get pissed off, that's fine. Watch an earlier film if you want to see a good Skywalker. (laughs) Yeah, right. I agree with that. That family's dysfunctional enough that they deserve to be killed off. They they need to move past the original films. Like entirely. Like this this last one needs to wrap that. It does. Yeah, I almost almost wish that... I guess you couldn't have done Force Awakens without them, right? Like you needed that bridge gap. For that first, bring it back. Yeah, it would have been tough, and I think that was what gave this film so much, you know, force force right. behind it, you know, before it came out. Like uh, at least with Force Awakens, right? Yeah, yeah. And well, because I mean, you you do you need those old characters because those old characters do have ties with with the main antagonist, yeah. Kylo Ren, right? And like, everyone so. was so excited to see those characters. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Remember the disappointment in the uh, Force Awakens when uh, Luke was only on screen for like twenty 10 seconds. seconds. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I so you, I kind of I liked Luke in the last in the last Jedi. I like I liked him. I I felt like the arc that he went through, mostly off screen, to get him to that point was was plausible. Yeah. Right. Like yep. I mean. I like that he was so shaken in in this in this cosmic force that he was just like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm out of here. Yeah. I like that. That's cool. Yeah, I liked it too. Yeah. I have absolutely no problem with how Luke was handled except for the wink after the milk. <laughs> which I brought <laughs> up. Really. I, I I thought his arc was plausible. I thought he had a nice ending for what it was for his death scene because it references right back to one of the first ever scenes we see with him. Very iconic looking at the twin sons um, to the exact same piece of music. That was an emotional scene for me. I didn't cry, but I felt the tears starting to well up because I remember being young the first time watching that movie and seeing that scene. I was like, yeah, this is, this is a hero I want and this is a hero I deserve. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, lovely gentlemen, are we going to give this a rating? Yep. Sure. Oh, Jesus. Okay, I'll, I'm going to go first. I'm going to give it the rating I would have given it before we had this discussion. <laughs> I'm gonna, no, wait, man. I'm going to for, for forget everything you guys said. <laughs> I'm going to give it a nine. Nine lightsabers. Nine lightsabers out of ten lightsabers. <laughs> nice. What? Yeah. No 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 no, 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 no. That's what I would have given it. Would have walked out of the theater, yeah. No, okay. Now, what do you give it in hindsight? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like seven, probably. All right, but I'm gonna say nine because I I'm, I can't oh, base my dude. opinion on others. Why? Why can I? I it's I, not. It's not. A, it's these are factoids. These are these are hard and true and tried and tested facts. These aren't my opinions. These are like, direct observations. Of a movie's sequencing that just happened to be stupid. But if I like a stupid movie, does that make me stupid? Well, probably. But it's fine. <laughs> it no, but if you like a stupid movie, it does not make that movie stupid. Just because just because somebody likes a shit movie doesn't mean it's not a shit oh, movie. Oh, yeah. No, no. Good point. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, I Nine like, out I like of ten. Room. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I, I give it a BB5 out of ten. I know that's quite low, but where it stands as probably third lowest out of the 10 films so far. I think five's a nice rating for it. God damn. Okay. I'll be honest. Yeah, I think I'm going to give it a five too. But honestly, after this, like I'm super down on it right now. I kind of just want to land it at a nice four. <laughs> wow, that's bad. A Leland four is that like a 6.5. That seems bad, but didn't else. I give Homecoming like six and a half? I yeah, you, you it revised it later, though. I think it was Homecoming you revised it. seven later. or seven and a half? I think you revised it to seven and a half. Yes. Okay, all right. I will I will stay pat at... No, because this, this is, is this just average or is it below average? How many gravity bombs out of ten? <laughs> I'm going to give it... Uh, no, I'm going to give it four ladder kicks out of ten. Yeah, I'm four out of ten. Right. If I, I'll probably revise the next episode, but I just... I don't know, man. I'm super down on it now. <laughs> well, here's the nice thing. We won't really be talking about it again. Certainly not That's in true. this detail. We totally won't. That's it. So. No more Star Wars ever. Yeah, uh, if I well. ever. <laughs> Solo comes out in May. This May. Yeah. What? Yeah, really? this oh, May. Wow. We're like talking like three months, four oh. months. Well, okay, one thing. If I That's going to be fucking bad, dude. No. Don't get your hopes up for that. If super I ever trailer. Leland? If I ever have to hear your discussion about the force again, <laughs> you, you've got it out. You, we've heard your we've heard your magnum opus. <laughs> okay, okay, valid point. I will remember that. Very valid. I will. Uh, I will <laughs> refrain from bitching about the force and the force <laughs> mechanics of these goddamn franchises. All right. Well, on that happiest of notes, uh, why don't you give her sure. Uh, go go see it, listener. It's a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> One out of three podcasters recommended. <laughs> <laughs> the obligatory it. Okay, uh, if you want to check out our show notes, and um, we don't have we don't have a list of the movie ratings on the site, do we? I don't no, think so, thank no. goodness. <laughs> no. Well, anyways, uh, you can. Our website is ttpopcast.wordpress.com. If you like us, you know, we got a Facebook page, too. You can tell us your rating for The Last Jedi. And if you agree with everything I said about Rogue One, because it sucks. <laughs> Anyways, follow us, like us, love us, live us. I've been Leland Steele. Lascivious. And I'm Marty. And I'm Moby. Take care, listener. Thanks, listener. Bye-bye. <laughs>